This episode of The Huddle is brought to you by The Athletic Club Oakland, my go-to sports bar in the East Bay. Look, this will be a shock to no one. I love watching sports, and I love it even more while at a sports bar. But to be honest, there was a long period of time where I just couldn't find one I actually liked. I'd find a spot that had TVs, but the food sucked ass, or a place that had good food, but they wouldn't show the game I wanted, and the inside felt dark and depressing. It was always some trade-off or sacrifice, and that's finally done now. The ACO is exactly what I'm looking for without sacrifice. They have a huge space, including an outdoor spot where they shut down an entire street and called it the town gardens. They have more than a hundred televisions, which can and will show every game you ask for, and they have great food. The ACO has everything you need to comfortably watch your favorite team in any sport at any time with passionate fans. I love it, and I'm pretty damn sure you will too. The Athletic Club Oakland, where sports fans get everything they want every day they want it. We're going to bring you on to our huddle. You are in Warriors Huddle with me, Graham. No Marcus or Maxine today, but I am fired up to announce rejoining me after I don't even know how long. The lead on the morning roast on 95.7 The Game. The host of the pre and post game coverage for your Golden State Warriors on NBC Sports Bay Area. And a guy who absolutely positively believes the Niners should have Super Bowl aspirations, no matter what Butcher <laughs> Boy says. Mr. Monte Hill, what's going on, Monte? My guy, Bram, man. Hey, look, man, the 49ers. And look, as a fan, you should want your team to have championship aspirations. That means you're in the mix. You're playing for big stakes, baby. We all remember the Warriors winning 15 games a couple years ago. That wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. How cool was it last year to be back in the mix and actually win it? We should have title aspirations. This is the Bay Area. This is a top five market. Forget New York. Forget Chicago. Forget Philly. Forget D.C., the Bay is where it's at, man. We got a juggernaut out here with our sports team. So, hell yeah, the Niners should have Super Bowl aspirations. I like how you said, do I remember that they won 15 games two years ago? Bonte, this fucking team sucked ass for most of my <laughs> life, dude. It wasn't just yeah. two years ago. We watched a lot of 15-game seasons. And to, for those of you, and I can't imagine who the hell this would be, but if you weren't listening this morning, Bonte and Joe had a nice little fight about what the aspirations <laughs> should be. For Niner fans, and let me switch that to the Warriors and let me just ask you this. If the Warriors don't win a title this year, is that a oh. failed season? It feels like it, right? I think – I feel like Steph Curry would say it would be. Yep. Jermon Green would say it would be. Um, Clay Thompson would say it's a failed season. Um, Steve Kerr may have differing opinions because you have the youngsters in Kuminga and Moody and Jordan Poole or whatnot, but – I think the the core group would say it's a disappointment. They would. So I'm going to say the same thing. It would be a disappointment. I, I completely agree with you. And I'm going to co-op some of the stuff you said this morning about the Niners. If I was hearing you right, essentially right. what you said was, look, they've taken all the steps. They were in the Super Bowl and lost. They were in, you know, they were, they were right at the, at the door of the NFC championship. So, of course, they should get there. So for the Warriors, kind of reverse engineering that, right? Would it be a failure if they don't win? And yeah, of course it would be. And for as long as Steph Curry is in the conversation for best right. player in the league, well, then, yeah, right. every year that they're not you know, right. going after a title is a failure. But because they've already done it, 
You know, because they've got four titles in their pocket. That failure won't hit us as hard as no. it sounds like these losses are already hitting no. Niner fans, which is what made that win so great last year. Like we right. kind of this is all icing on the cake kind of deal. Right. And and it doesn't mean that it wouldn't be fun. Like it would be yeah. disappointing not winning the championship, but it doesn't mean that the season would not be fun. It's gonna be fun watching how Poole takes the next step or what Wiggins does for an encore, or Kevon Looney, the return of James Wiseman, you know? Moses Moody and Kuminga, where are they going to grow? Dante DiVincenzo, I'm excited about him. What about PBJ? Patrick Ball, would you like – so it doesn't mean if they don't win a championship that the season wasn't fun. You're going to have a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of memories. We'll remember a lot of games. There will be a lot of great games. But would still be disappointing at the same time uh, if they don't win the whole thing because of the talent that they have and the core group that they have that has won yep. four championships in eight years. And the Warriors were ahead of schedule last year. You hear Ron Adams, the assistant coach, came on the show in the morning roast and said, look, I feel like we overachieved this year. And they won a championship. You know, so they got a little taste, of, especially those young guys, got a taste of those playoffs. And the core group got, got a taste of what it was like to be back on that stage. And now Clay doesn't have to rehab. Like he, you know, like he did the last two years. Now he's going to be fresher. He's going to feel better about himself. Draymond's getting some rest. So, like, it's still going to be a fun ride no matter what. And we just know the Warriors, whether it's against Memphis, whether it gets the Lakers, the Clippers, whatever, we're in store for something great this season. And they ended the championship. Only one team wins. We all know that. Only one team wins. But, like, the Warriors are in the mix again. They're in the mix. And so they have the mentality with – Especially Joe Lake of the owner. He's not paying all this tax to be like, hey, you know, we just want to have a fun year and develop. He wants to win and develop in a complete and they accomplished that last season. They developed while simultaneously winning a bunch of games, over 50 games, what was it? 53 games, and they won championship. <laughs> I, I missed you, Bonte, and I just remembered why. I'm all fired up, dude. I'm already like sweating in anticipation <laughs> of this podcast now. And I'll tell you what, I got a special segment that is I've put together specifically for you, yeah. almost as an FU letter as opposed to a love letter. It is called oh, Meeting man. Bonte. We're going to get there in a oh, second. Yeah. That but never before. happens on this podcast, right? Okay, I just settle like, down. What am I, like 83 and 0? Again, settle down, and it's definitely not 83 and 0, but we'll get there. We'll get there before we do. I need your help with something else. So quick admission, I love brackets. I have no idea why. I think it's because it helps me gamble for no reason. And so I come up with brackets for the stupidest things. You and I have done one. I think right. we did one yeah. for like an NBA fighting championship. All right. Mm -hmm. So this week, later on, I'm trying to do a bracket for the most important people to the Warriors dynasty. And my goal, mm. all right, my goal is to come up with 10 names, six names for the top six seeds, then four names for two playoff or two playing games for seed seven and eight. Right. But wow. I can't get it down. I've gotten 14 names. So here's what I need you for. First, I'm going to read you these names. You tell me if any of them should be taken off immediately or if I've missed anybody. And then assuming I'm good, we're going to do kind of an early bracket version here. You're going to help me cut four of these names out. All right. So all right. here are the people I've gotten. These are my seeds. Seed all one, right. Steph. Two, Clay. Three, Draymond. Four, Steve Kerr. Five, Lacob. Six, Durant. Seven, Andre. Eight, Myers. Nine, Jerry West. Ten, Chelsea Lane, which is kind of a random one. Hmm. Eleven, Sean Livingston. Twelve, Don Nelson. Wow. 13, Mark Jackson, and 14, Ron Adams. Am I missing anybody, or is there anybody I should cut out of there? Wow. That's a pretty good list. I mean, 
Like I thought yeah, Bogut I, and Loon and like other random ass players. No, no, I'm I'm like, you know, I'm I'm going through my head like Bogut, Barnes, David Lee. Yep. Probably not. Um, JaVale, David West. David West was important. David West. Um, but he true. probably doesn't he, he doesn't I don't think he quite cracks the list here. Zaza. Uh, I don't know if he cracks the list here. Um <sighs> You know, you could make the argument that Poole is rising. Um, and a lot of people, right. a lot of people Wiggins? will say Jordan Poole is snubbed. Wiggins won a lot of fans, man. I guarantee you this. If you really the bracket with Kevin Durant, because Kevin Durant does belong on the list, yep. there would be fans coming at you hard saying it should be Wiggins instead of KD. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, would you make that argument? No way, right? I I, I can't make that argument. Kevin Durant. Oh, it would have been a third. It would have yeah. been a third. Yeah. I, I would say right off the rip, Chelsea Lane, I would cut. Yeah. Um, you know what? I would cut. Can we... I would cut Chelsea Lane. I would cut Jerry West. For who? So I'm putting in. So we have right. to add somebody. So you're right. I'm going to put in Wiggins instead of Chelsea Lane. Um, okay. Who would you put in in front of Jerry West? Wow. Okay. So we're cutting. Okay. Bogan? Um. I would put Bogan on that list. I would cut Bogan for Jerry West, no doubt. No doubt. Um, although Jerry West did prevent the trade of Exactly Clay right. That's why he's here. The Clay Thompson thing. That's exactly yeah, that's, Damn. Damn. You know what? Throw Jerry back up. Keeping him in. Damn. Right. Damn, right. Greg. This is a, a tight one. Don Nelson's got to go. Don Nelson's got to go. Um, I'm putting – I'm throwing Jordan Poole on for – for Don Nelson. So that's two people we've cut so far. No, no. Here, um, here is, here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm, I love these names. You, those are so etched in stone. We got it. I'm going right. to, I'm going to preview. We're going to do a little bracket style here. All right? all right. So what this means is here's our first one to cut down four names. Andre versus Ron Adams. Who's more important. <sighs> gotta go Dre. Gotta, gotta go play. It's gotta be. He's gotta the first go guy who joined him. Right. Yeah. Gotta, gotta go. Like, you recognize that. Gotta go all right. There you go. So yeah. Gotta go. Dre. Second thing. Bob Myers versus Mark Jackson. Oh, Mark Jackson's got to go. Immediately. Jackson's got to go. All right. Now we get a little bit harder here. Wiggins v. Poole. Poole's got to go, Bram. Oh, Wiggins was wow. a two-way star in the postseason. Wiggins was probably your second most consistent player during this postseason. And the defense he played on Luca, the defense he played on Tatum, the offensive production, especially his game five, game five was special, all time special. Um, tw- what do you have? Twenty six and thirteen. Yep. Um, yeah, Wiggins. I got to go Wiggins over Paul. That's tough though. That is really tough. Last one: Jerry West, Sean Livingston. <sighs> hey man, death taxes and an S dot elbow jumper. I got to go, Sean Livingston. <laughs> I got to go, Sean Livingston. Let's go. Come on, man. He was. He was a big part of those three championships. Um, not only that, now what he's doing with the go to state he's on the coaching staff. That's exactly he's on the right. coaching staff, player development. Got to go S stop. Boom. We'll we'll pick up the rest of this bracket later in the week for those of you listening. And I I mean the person who's gonna win, I'll, I'll blow the ending. It's Steph. But some yeah, of these I other could... conversations, man, I'm not sure. And I'll I'll preview right. them because I've I did this while drinking with friends. And the fight <laughs> I had ultimately the biggest one was uh Kerr versus Lakeup. Like if, wow. if you had to decide which of those two was more important, but we'll have that discussion down the line. But what's your immediate immediate thought? I give you those two names. Who do you think is more important? 
Damn. I'd have to go Kerr. I go Kerr. Even though Lakeham has opened that checkbook up. Right. He's opened that checkbook up. He's got Chase Center. Damn, that is hard, man. I thought you were gonna go with honestly Draymond versus Clay. Oh, sure. No, and there, there's gonna be a bunch of the we could spend right. the next 45 minutes, you know. Like right. if I wasn't so eager to get to the beating right. segment, I'd drag right. you through each of these. Right. But that's right. the one right. I'm not positive on. Yeah, and then and then where Kevin Durant ends up. Sure. Hell yes. That's gonna be fascinating to see where KD ends up in his bracket and see how far he goes. Like there's wow, I can't believe we're talking about wow. Yeah, Draymond Clay. Lake of Kerr is a good one. That's a really good one. God, that got me stumped, man, because they're all – they all have their roles, right? They're all like Lake of – he's the modern-day Eddie DeBartolo. And we know how Eddie DeBartolo Jr. was with the 49ers. Lake of knows. And he – during the finals, when we were talking to him about they won the championship, he's like, man, you're like the modern-day Eddie D. It's like, how many championships did you have? Five. And he's like, huh. He has four. And Joe Lacob has aspirations to be the next Dr. Jerry Buss on the court. 100%. Not off the court, 100%. on the court, you know? <laughs> what I know about Joe, because he hadn't done the research before you asked him that question, the reason he asked you how many championships does Eddie D have is because he thought he already had more. I think he was yeah. trying to underline. He wanted you to say three oh, yeah. and just be like, oh, oh yeah, he knows what time it is. <laughs> he knows what time it is. <laughs> well, uh, we'll pick up the bracket later in the week. Let's get to the the meat of this podcast, beating Bonte. All right, so here's the part I don't want to admit. You are not only our reigning prediction champion, you are our two years running reigning oh, wow. prediction champion. I, oh, wow. uh, I checked in with Matty Stats, the guy who keeps track of this shit for us this week, and he broke my heart with that information. I mean, like, I wanted to greet you, like, oh, bad news, and then give you another name, but no, dude. you. Uh, I mean, look. And you tried to get C.J. Holmes from the Chronicle and Daryl the Guru Johnson and Joe Shasky the Butcher and all these guys, and they still can't beat me. Okay. I mean, I mean, come on. Settle down. I mean, come on. I'm going I guess for a three-peat. Just call me the 90 Bulls. Call me the 90s Bulls right now, Bram. I've been watching the last dance. Just call me MJ. I'm going to call you a paper champion. How about that? And here's how I'm going to prove it, all right? I not only want to beat you, I want to beat you and take money out of your pocket. Not your money. Oh. Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. All right. So in this segment, I feel so confident about this. I want to beat you. I want our listeners to beat you. So here's what's up. Taking $100 of the huddle money out of our advertising. I'm putting that on the mm-hmm. table. Got All six right. regular season prediction questions for you. All right. I'm going to go through them, you and I, and then listeners. In a, in a moment, I'll tell you guys how you can get your answers to me. At the end of the year, we'll look at this. If you are, you know, the winner, I give you $100 and we all have to bow down to you. If the listener is the winner, we give them 100 bucks. It is what it is. If I'm the winner, I'm going to celebrate in the fucking streets and I'm calling in to the roast and doing a victory lap. What do you think? I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. We got a deal. Boom. Let's jump in. Question number one. Will the Warriors lock Jordan Poole up into an extension before the deadline of October 17th, 2022? My gut says yes, they will do that. They will re-sign him. They know how important he is. Um, he's a young talent who they helped develop. And in one-on-one situations, he can cook. He can go. Um, I think he's a very important piece to the puzzle in the future. I don't think Joe Lacob lets this guy go. I mean, you think about not only on the court, the production, but off the court. Everybody's talking about it's a pool party. The Jordan Poole jersey's getting sold. And there's certain dudes, like Steph Curry makes the crowd rock a certain way. Yeah. Clay Thompson does. Yeah. Jordan Poole's third on half. This. What Jordan Poole's doing in those playoffs and how he plays to the crowd, the showmanship, 
Jacob, Joe Lacob's eating all that stuff up. They know if Steph goes down, he could slide in, play point guard. Clay goes down, he could go play the two guard. He complimented Steph very well to the point where some people thought he should have been starting all season long. So I do believe they signed that extension. They're not going to risk Jordan Poole leaving. Uh, however, he has a choice to sign it, right? So, okay. you know, he may not sign it, but I definitely think the Warriors offer that deal, and I think something does get done before that deadline. I hated your response right there because you almost talked me into it. Honestly, like, so my answer is going to be no, but hearing you break down who he is, including the off the court value, that whole you thing, like, like that, people huh? Buy, you like that. They're, they're people buying jerseys, man. Like, that matters. It definitely matters. That matters, man. Okay, it does. You ready? It doesn't matter enough to get me to switch out. All right. So I think <laughs> I think they they have discussions with them. Of course, they got to gauge it and see what's up. But I think at the end of the day, they're so worried about all the other money, the Draymond money, the Clay money, everybody else. I think they play it maybe stupid, but safe. Let him play out the year and see what kind of offers he gets. What happens? I'm not sure. And and to play it out in case uh, people don't know the contract situation, if they don't lock him up, he becomes a restricted free agent. You know, so he's yeah, not gone, exactly. but he might right. go. They can match any deal. They can match. They can match any deal or do a sign and trade. So the ball is in their court. I still believe they have leverage. So I just believe they they'll get something done because I don't think they want that cloud yeah. Oh, yeah. hanging over Jordan Poole yeah. all season long. Now well, Jordan Poole is like, yeah, my wait. Then we got a different story. But I do. I my gut tells me something will get done by October seventeenth. Now they got to go to Japan and stuff. So hopefully they're doing it over sushi out there in yeah. Tokyo, Japan. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, what scares me is because if they don't, someone's going to give them a big offer, you know, oh, a big yeah. boy offer oh, that yeah. the Warriors won't be able to match. So we'll find out. All right, here's our second one. The Warriors play Memphis four times during the regular season this year. Um, they play two at home, two away, obviously. What's their record? Two and two. Three and one. I got more uh, confidence in my boys. Uh, uh, well, you, uh, see, this is this is when this, I can see the Warriors doing this. Hey, we beat you guys to six games in the playoffs. We don't care about seeding. There could be a I, – now, I got to check out the schedule. I was just actually looking at the schedule. It's funny. I should know this. But, like, Christmas Day, they'll beat them. Yeah. They'll beat them in another here. national television game. So here they, they, they are. They get a game where they bench all the stars. It's December. It's, it's Christmas. They play at home. Then January 25th, they play at Chase. And then the final two games are both at Memphis. And they're both in March. Are there any back-to-backs? Uh, back to right when you said I should check the schedule, I thought so highly of myself that I had the dates, and I don't know if they're back to back. So that mm. turns out that's not what you were looking for. So I'm not right, right, right. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all good. No, it's. I think they'll they'll split because Memphis is going to take these regular season games a lot more seriously than the Golden State Warriors. However, I'm I'm almost ready to switch the pick because I just recalled that Jared Jackson Jr. is going to be out for a while. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hmm. I'll, I'll, this is your last opportunity. I'm about to be. I'll go two and two. I'll go. I'll play safe for two and two. Yep. All right. Here's a hard one. What teams make the playoffs in the West this year? So I'll go first to give you a little bit of time to think here. Mm-hmm. I go, and I, I think there's there's kind of two tiers um, in this. I'm confident, and this is not the order, but I think they make it. The Warriors, the Clippers, Denver, Phoenix, Memphis. Then uh, there's a whole other tier of people I'm not positive of, but who I'm going to round it out with is New Orleans, Minnesota, Dallas. Those are my uh, my eight teams. Who you got? Okay, so we got the Warriors, we got the Clippers, we got the Mavericks, we got the Nuggets. Okay. Memphis, obviously, at five. Um, Minnesota will be back in. 
Huh? They're a freaky, they're a freaky little team, though. I, I don't know about the roster construction there. Um, so we got six. New Orleans is seven. I think New Orleans is definitely making it. They're tough. Now, 18. Wow. So Utah's not going. They were a playoff team the season ago. They're not going. Uh Portland, I'm not sold on the Portland Trailblazers whatsoever. I, I think they're a playing help team. You. I shouldn't help you at all. You haven't named fucking Phoenix yet. And I'm pretty sure you're gonna want to put Phoenix on this list. Oh, Phoenix. Did I not name Phoenix? I don't think so. Oh, well, get Phoenix in there then. So we got Phoenix, the Warriors, Clippers, Denver, Dallas, um, Minnesota. Six. Uh who else did I say? Uh Warriors, obviously. Uh, seven. And then that did I say Minnesota already? We're gonna have to leave that to Maxine when he cuts this together. I should have been writing oh, your right, answers down, Bate. I should have been writing them down. Yeah. I got the cell phone in one hand. So I got Minnesota, Dallas, yep. Denver, yep. Clippers, yep. Warriors, Memphis, Phoenix, and Minnesota. Minnesota. Those are your eight playoff teams. Oh, you gave you gave me Minnesota twice. You get one more. Minnesota, Dallas. Memphis, Clips, Warriors, Phoenix, um, Clippers. Denver. Oh, Denver. There we go. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, almost, I was almost tempted to go Sacramento, but I'm not going to go there yet. But me too. There's a bunch of – that whole bottom level, man, those last yeah. three. You know, Sabonis is a legitimate player. Who knows yeah. if Gobert works out in Minnesota? Who the fuck yeah. is Zion this year? You know, I mean, right, like, right. That, like, there's there's all these, and it's what's going to make this season so fun. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. Also, I got bad news for you. I think I'm up 3-0 already. Uh, you know, if you want to just give me the <laughs> – I'll let you buy out of this bet right now if you want. You can uh, give me bucks and I'll let you uh, out. Here's our next. Man. How many regular season wins will the Warriors end up with? You've already said it. Last year they had 53. This year they will have? 53. Same thing? Same thing. No, no. You know what? I go fifty-five. Yep. I go fifty-five. I'm stealing my numbers, Monte. All right. Well, I can't keep the I same. Fifty-five. Oh, you were really gonna go fifty-five? I was. I literally had twenty-seven down here. Fifty-five to twenty-seven. It just looks so good. <laughs> I'm going fifty-seven. I'm going fifty-seven. I think. Ooh. I think they're gonna sit people. The, the Warriors yeah. have. 15 back-to-backs. Um, I think yeah. they learned last year they don't give a shit about the regular season. No, nope, it doesn't matter. All those other people who are going to be coming up, J.K., uh, Moody, Poole, all of them are going to be better. So even though we're sitting people, I think we have a better record. I wanted to put it at 55, but you stole that number for me. So, yeah, yeah. 57. I'm going to go 55-27. You got 57 to 25. Interesting. Wow. Almost like 52, but yeah, 55 sounds good. What's Steph's highest point total during the regular season? Oh, this is tough. Oh, man. Steph's going to drop. What was his point total high last year? Was 50? Did he drop a 50 burger last year? I want to say yes, but I don't know what the specific was. Yeah. I'm going to go as high this year is going to be 52. Close. You're close. I should tell you that I'm from the future, and I already know the answer to this. It is 62. He puts up a 60 Oh, he's going to gra- drop a 60 burger? He's going to drop a 60 spot. You remember that <laughs> I said insane. this. You just remember to get home one night at some point. Steph's yeah. gonna be going, you're not going to be home. You'll be at the game. Steph's going to be going yeah. crazy. You're going to be taking notes, and then suddenly you're going to remember, my God, Bram called this. You feel free to text Dude, me if you want and give me credit you, as an you know, You know what? He might drop like 62 and they may come against a team like the Blazers or Utah or something. Right. <laughs> right. It's going to be some yeah, random-ass doldrums game. And he right. Just, 
murders it. Right. All right. right. Here's our last. Who wins the MVP this year? Who? Going honest. Honest to Teddy Kumpo. Because I'm a, like, you know, Bram, it's almost like we've taken his numbers for granted. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, like, what's the reason why you didn't get the MVP the last two years? He's put up basically the same numbers yeah. and had more of an impact. But it's like we get voting fatigue or something like that. Like LeBron James was in the conversation to win MVP all the time. It's like, well, we got to break it up a little bit. We can't give this MVP the same person. I think obviously step fatigue was something yeah. there. Um, Embiid, I don't. I think Harden's going to take a little away from Embiid. Yeah. I don't think Embiid will be as impactful. Like he's going to have an impact. I don't know if he plays if the same amount of games as he does last year. But I think Harden's is going to take away from him a little bit. Jokic, I think having Jamal Murray back and Michael Porter Jr. back may take a little some a little something from him. But I'm gonna go Giannis here, and I think Luke is gonna be in that top three. Yeah. Steph, Steph's not gonna have to do as much. Like I thought, once Steph in, he didn't. I don't even think he finished top three last year, did he? I uh, know he did not. And and the thing which is, which is crazy, but you know, and he didn't need. It. I mean, the the MVP is a. I need to prove it to everybody. Right. The board. Right. You know, someone goes right. into the season thinking like, no, I'm right. not sitting. I'm showing everybody who the hell I am. Steph hasn't had to do that for years now. You know, like that's no. not who he needs to no. be for the award. He's just as valuable yeah. to the team, but he, he's yeah. already proved it. He doesn't need to get out there and do it again. Um, yeah. You're making me question my thing again. So Embiid is my pick, and I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, you I like the pick. Embiid's tough, man. He may get that sympathy vote. You know what I'm saying? Like, the sympathy MVP award went to Russell Westbrook because Kevin Durant left. He was by himself in Oklahoma City. They were a 60, but he got all these triple doubles. That was a sympathy MVP. I could see Embiid getting something like that because it's like, ah, oh, we came with the Jokic. Let's just get Embiid out the way. But I, I truly believe Harden's going to – take a bigger role on in Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I think you might be right. And Harden looks in hella good shape. Also, he does the, look good. <laughs> the, the, the nail in the coffin for me was most likely going to be, so I, I play fantasy who, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be taking Joel Embiid. I got the fourth pick in my draft this year. When I do, what that means is he's going to get hurt, Monte. So when yeah, it happens, no, it's my fault, and I'm screwing I, myself over. You should just take Steph, dude. Just take I might. Steph. It's okay. That's what, I don't know if Steph will fall to me. Um, if it, yeah. Help me there. Be my GM. If Steph's on the board and Embiid, Harden, and Steph are there at four, who do I take? Gosh. We have to take Harden. But he's such fantasy basketball and fantasy sports is about getting getting players you want to root for. If they're on the same level, like if Harden is just a little bit better than Steph, but I don't like rooting for Harden, I'm taking Steph. I don't care. And I get to watch him every night. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's the other upside. It's like, like, I'm all fired up. I bring the kid in, you know, like, right. we're getting behind the team. I'm, I think right. it might be Steph, man. Right. Yeah, no, you got to take players you love. All right. Here's our last segment. All right. So, and I'm, in fact, sorry, I should say, for listeners who want to take this $100, yeah. and I need you, do not let Bonte win this. I don't, if it's not, hey, dude. fine, but get out there, beat Bonte's ass. I'm in flexing. Order to, in order to do that. Hey. Hey, listeners, to the great listeners of the Huddle of the Warriors Huddle podcast, just know I'm three-peating here. He's I'm not. the modern-day Michael no. Jordan of the Warriors Huddle podcast. 100% do not allow this to happen. I need your help. Hop yeah. in here. Help me. And if you want to, you have to either be following us on Twitter or supporting us on Patreon and shoot me your predictions yeah. via email. You can send those to uh, Huddle at warriorshuddle.com. And here's our last segment, man. And I'm, I'm excited for it. So I did this with Joe last week. It's what I call the serial question. So let me explain it, and then I'll give it to you. 
Um, and that podcast, I don't know if you listen to the serial podcast, but it's back in the news now. Uh, years ago, they did, it was like the first true crime podcast, and they went into this murder they thought someone had been wrongfully accused of. And the guy, in fact, just this week, the podcast was called Serial. Just this week, they decided that the guy was not guilty, and out he goes, right? But in the podcast, they had this question. They said that everyone in our life has somebody who could hide a body for us. And I <laughs> kind of that kind of bucked it, right? And then to right. make it fun, what we decided is the traits of being able to hide a body. You got to have the logistics. You're good with details. You got a little shadiness streak to you. You know where to go, right? And then the second portion of it, you're good under pressure. The cops going to talk to you. You're not going to fucking mm-hmm. fold. You're not screwing things over. You got to be able to hit both of those. All right. So we had Joe on last week. With Joe, we covered which warriors he would pick. I also asked him, would he pick you? Here's his response. See, here's the problem. Bonte would want to have a video about it and want to tell everyone that he's the best of all the serial killers <laughs> because when he does it, he does it with flair. So there's no way in hell he's ever getting away with that. Plus, B, I love you. You're black. All right. And you know the fact on you. There's Joe's response for you. So here's my first question to you. Say I disagree with that. Tape. Okay, there you go. Or you, you you go for you. All right. So here's your question. Should somebody pick you? Would you be good with the logistics? And would you be able to, if, if the cops came and pressed you on it, would you be uh, able to get through it? Oh, I'd be able to get through it with the cops. I'd be able to, I'd be able to get through it now. Like he said, I am black, so I may just be guilty <laughs> due to skin color. It is, it is, it is what it is, man. <laughs> it is what it is. They'll go through, they'll go through so many channels to make sure I'm guilty. Tap the phone, everything. Uh, the logistics, man. I, <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would get busted, bro. I would. I can't disagree with Jasky. I can't um, disagree with him. And I would like, I would have to tell somebody like, man, I killed this dude so smooth, man. Like, oh, you should see how I did it, man. I had the machete and this and that. Like, it would, he kind of knows me, man. I would have to brag to somebody, man. I would feel like I've watched too many mafia movies, man, and the way they do it, man. It's just a flair and a swag. To, like, yeah, I would want to be the number one. I want to be number one in anything. That sounds kind of crazy to me. Hey, I want to be the number one serial killer out there. Let me stop that let me not i don't want to be a killer but you know so to be fair to you right so i have asked this and it's it's not killing anybody it's just hiding the body right i have gone through this with multiple people and every single time they're not picked everybody gets upset there hasn't been one person who's like joe didn't pick me joe said i'd be too nice and i'd fuck it up and i've been upset about that for a week so you know you'd, you'd be i think you would be a bit rattled you would be a wreck wow wow there'd be like there'd be like 30 cigarette butts under your car you know what I'm saying? It'd be all no, under no. the driver's seat and stuff. Like, what's going on here? It'd be... <sighs> no, I was just good, officer. I just think about the Warriors and Grizzlies game on Christmas. Completely <laughs> factually inaccurate. I'll have you know, I'd be hella cool. I'd handle the the interrogation part. I'd be amazing at just amazing at. But the logistics, <laughs> I might forget where I buried it. They might find it there. Yeah. I might not put it underneath yeah. enough dirt. No. Uh, but here's the second portion of this question for you: If you could pick a warrior. Who would you pick? You got a body to get rid of. They have to fit those two, you know, those two bullet points. They're good with logistics. They wouldn't fold under pressure. Who do you take? Andre Godala. Well, he's Godala. technically not on the roster. So I guess I can't go into Godala. He will be. I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll award that. Um, You'll award that? Yeah. I was thinking about Steph, but Godala would be amazing in interrogation, right? If he's getting interrogated, and he's sitting in that room with the cops, and they're asking him questions like, 
I don't know what you want me to say, Chief. Uh, he would he would be short winded. He would know not to say a lot of it. Like Iguodala would be perfect. I think I'm going with Andre. Andre would flip the power dynamic on the cops. You know, like they'd ask him some shit and be like, do you know how racist that makes you sound? You know? Yes. Like, yes. Like, I mean, it'd be like some kind of like, oh, so you right. guys are that kind of institution. Yep. And it just allows yep. silence yep. to go. And, yep. and because of that, he would be a winner. All right. Here's our last question. Joe Shasky, would you take him? No, I wouldn't. He, Why? Dude, he'd, he'd be, he can't keep his mouth shut. I mean, <laughs> he, he couldn't keep his mouth shut. He'd tell everybody around him. He'd be talking on the cell phone. I mean, we got a nickname of him on the morning roast called Snitches Shasky because he already said, if I get to jail cell with somebody and they did the crime, I'm snitching. I've done enough time before in my life. I'm snitching. So he's snitching Shasky. He would he would tell everybody. He'd be on the phone talking on the iPhones. He, he wouldn't know how to go to a pay phone. And he would just be like, he gets interrogated. He would turn so red, so red, and he would get rattled so easily. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, he'd be a wreck. He'd be terrible. This fool didn't tell me the snitching Sasky uh, nickname at all when we went through it. Oh, I, I, yeah, that well, seems just, to be like a pretty big hey, 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 listen, to all the World's Huddle podcast people, I know millions of people listen to this podcast. Shh, don't say anything. <laughs> but he's kind of a snitch. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> this is my second favorite part of this podcast. The first part was you saying, yeah, yeah I would brag. If I did it, I would want to. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean. the greatest person out there. Yeah, I know. My far, and my hey, Brandon Shasky, of, you know where I hide his body? Oh, you should have seen it. The way I shovel dirt and everything. Oh, no one's dug a great. hole faster in their life. <laughs> fucking favorite part. I didn't, even, that, I didn't get the white tea dirty. <laughs> and I want you to know that I kind of hate you for saying that I'd be rattled. I don't smoke cigarettes for one. I'll have you know. I know, right I know I'm definitely I know, not picking up cigarette smoking because I'm nervous. <laughs> like none of that is happening. It makes me immediately uh, dislike you, and I don't mind saying that. Uh, <laughs> Bonte, appreciate you, man. It's been way too long. Um, yeah, cannot wait. I haven't decided how I'm going to spend the hundred dollars yet. But you know, when when I do, <laughs> maybe I have a nice meal. I'll, t- I'll text you a picture of me there, just enjoying my time. I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to see how this plays out, man. First one, Jordan Bull. We're going to find out in less than a month. Oh yeah, no, it's, uh, it's it is right around the corner, which is a good oh, underlying for if you want to get those picks so, in. Make I will know sure if you, you email. Them. Hey, I know. I'm going to know if I won or lost because I'm either going to hear from you right away oh, when yeah. the deadline expires and he doesn't sign. Or I just won't hear from you, and I won't get an invite on a podcast till about the All Star break. Actually, accurate. No, that is that is <laughs> that's absolutely true. But wait, we'll see. We'll see how it plays. I feel like you're reading my diary, which which hurts my feelings a little bit. Dante, for everybody else uh, out there who's exactly like me, realizes they need far more Bonte oh Hill in their life. Where do they go? Well, according to the Instagram comments, people want me to shut the app up, especially <laughs> when it comes to the Forty ers So I'm not sure a lot of people want more Bonte Hill. But if you do, at Bonte Hill on Twitter, at 9570 Gay, you find all my work there. Uh, the Odyssey app, wherever, morning roll, 6 to 9 a.m. You can listen to me just jaw jack all day long. And Shasky basically be the star of the show, because he is. <laughs> you want to reach out to us. I already gave the email address. Our only social media account is on Twitter, which is the best body barrier on earth. Uh, <laughs> best body barrier on earth. I don't know uh, how I feel about that. Yeah, not it is what it is. Don't you worry. I am uh, fantastic uh, at it. Uh, a, a little secret real quick, Brad. The best guy to bury bodies would probably be Chris Mullen. He's all about 
mafia movies, mob movies. Say, he feels a little He's, mafia feel to Mully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, then you could delete that part. <laughs> you, you say that, Bonte, as if Mully and I are not best friends. You were there when we established that incredible connection. So I don't know why you're true. telling me this. Of course I know. This is why you would this is why we do freeze up because you saw Mullen and I saw Pete coming down your jeans. So like, no, yeah, dude. You gotta go home and change. I mean, this is go buy some sweats in the team store. Fake news. (laughs) Fake news. I'm just throwing that out there. Absolute fake news. Bate, get out of here. We appreciate you. Go Warriors. Uh, Huge fun this week. Certainly true every week. And hopefully, we'll see you uh, in another week or so. Absolutely. Good, good. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.